Hey, hey, this is Megan, and you're listening to the Salesy Podcast. This is a podcast for a modern business owner where you will learn how to build your business while staying true to yourself at the same time. As a sales expert of the last eight years and an online business owner, I am here to teach you tangible sales techniques rooted in psychology and human behavior. Get your earbuds on and your salesy notebook out and let's get started today. I just want to start a podcast episode off like, are you ready to rumble? Uh, If you're not in my personal life, I use that saying for literally anything, everything, all of the above. Today, the best topic to talk about is frequency and consistency and why just showing up is not creating the ROI that you want and how to change that inside of your business. So number one thing I hear, number one next to your hair looks great is I'm showing up. I'm doing the thing. I'm getting on stories and I'm not creating the type of conversion that I want. I'm not signing with clients. I'm not getting the attention. Always partnered with my views are down because who knows what Instagram's doing? I don't actually know. The thing I want to remind you is that showing up is frequency. Frequency is something that we do over and over without a cause or a plan or practice in place. I frequently go to the gym. I don't know if you could call it consistency yet. I frequently go to Dutch Bros when I need coffee. But do I consistently show up on stories? Yes. And the difference is when it comes to consistency and why frequency is really holding you back is consistency has a plan behind it. And consistency is testing whether or not that plan is working. So when you are just showing up, when you are just opening up your Instagram app and just talking, you are practicing a skill. And that is so important. It is so important to practice that skill and to be able to understand it and to really get behind the stage fright of showing up on Instagram and public speaking as a whole. I think more people would be naked on a stage than like actually get on stories and talk about their things. What's not happening is consistently talking and creating a plan. And then in addition to that plan, talking about your offer, not around your offer and seeing what's working and what's not working. So we're going to really break this down. If you haven't gotten out a piece of paper yet, this is going to be a really good opportunity too, because there's going to be a lot of good takeaways for you. So breaking down consistency is just starting with a plan. Whether your plan is to fill five spots, whether it's to grow your followers, you need to have a goal in mind that you are working towards. And why I say that is goals work in a method of framing inside of our brains. Our brains do not understand the concept of reality versus what we don't like think is reality what could be imaginary what could be visionary or those types of things what is happening though when we frame a goal with it is that we are taking a pair of glasses and starting to look through it and when you start looking through things and looking at things what's going to get activated is your ras it's your reticular activating system your RAS is a really responsible for you being able to see the car after you buy the car and seeing it everywhere. It brings awareness and attention to things. Without that goal, our RAS is like, 
searching for something else. It is scanning the radio and hanging out. And without RAS, really focusing on it, what is not happening is you're brain building evidence on why you should do something. I see this time and time again where it's like, I'm showing up, I'm showing up. And it's like, what's your goal? What's the intention or the purpose or why? And a lot of times it's like, I don't know. I just want to sign clients or like, I heard that I should just show up. Inside of that, you have to understand that not talking about your offer is where most people go wrong. There is no marketing that you can do that is not technically a sales activity that can lead people to your offer. I could hold up a book right now and if you could not read the title of the book, you're less likely to buy it because you don't know the title because you don't know what the book is about. And a lot of times what I see is early stage entrepreneurs make this decision. Well, people already know. I've talked about it once. People know what I do, how I help them and what my offer is. And as they say about assumptions, you can look up that statement. It's not beneficial for you to assume that they know. You should never assume anybody knows anything about you and your offer unless they repeat it back to you. Because assuming leads to this idea that they already know. And your brain will attach to this idea that if they already know, why haven't they bought yet? Why haven't they done the thing? Why haven't they made it worth it to me for showing up and for pouring all these things out? I know you're nodding your head because I felt that way for so long. I felt like I had to just continually show up, show up, show up. And what I learned is that I was talking about everything but my offer. I wasn't explaining who I helped and why I helped them and how they could work with me and what information they would need to make the decision. Hint, our decisions are not made logically, they're made emotionally. I was not doing those things. And I wondered for so long why everybody else could sign clients. They could do it. I was in this program. People were seeing success. And I wasn't talking about my offer. I was assuming that people already knew. They already knew what I did. So why would I talk about it? And then one day I started talking about it and another day happened and another day happened. And six weeks later, I signed my first client because I said, hey, this is what I do and this is who I help and this is how I want to help you. And if you take anything away from this podcast today, why don't you take away this one thing? People don't know what you're doing. Your client does not have enough level of awareness in this market to know who you help and how they help them. So if there is one thing that you repeat over and over again, it's who you are and how you help them. Hi, my name's Megan. I created Scale to 5K. That's who I am and how I help people. I help people build, start, grow businesses. The other part of this is a lack of retrospect and a lack of plan. Why I say a lack of plan is because a lot of people just show up. They don't plan their content. They don't think about their ideal client. They just hear the things that they want to hear. And when it, you are speaking to the things that you want to hear, you're assuming that you're your ideal client. I hate to break it to you, but you probably aren't. Um, most of the time, you're not your ideal client where you're currently at. Now you have been your ideal client and that's how you help someone is because you have been where you have been and you know how to help them to get where they want to be because most of the time where they want to be is where you actually are. However, the things that you need to hear, like this podcast, 
may not be, and most likely is probably not the things your ideal client needs to hear. You may know what an offer is. You may know how to talk about your offer. You may know how to build an Instagram story or even build an ad, depending on how far along you are. But your ideal client doesn't know those things. Like, you really, like, don't know those things. Like, your ideal client doesn't know those things. And because they don't, you need to educate them. Now, education only is not a viable option for sales. A lot of people are like, oh, I can just be the expert. I can just be the expert. There's a lot of broke experts out there who know a lot of things that people don't care about, that people really don't care about. What I can say, though, is that when you speak to what they need to hear and what is relevant, there creates a level of personalization that allows people to feel seen. And when others feel seen, what happens is that they feel accepted. At the core of all of our beings is this idea that we just want to be loved and accepted. And it's very interesting because the people who aren't loved and accepted probably act like they don't need it. I know before I went through therapy and those types of things that I struggled with it, so I acted like I didn't need people. And at that core, it needs to be acknowledgement that maybe that problem they're having isn't as big as they think it is. And it's solvable because you have solved that problem before. You have helped somebody solve that problem before. You could have helped hundreds of people do it before. And showing that there's a path through your offer, because if you can't get out, you got to get in. And to get through it, you got to get in. That you can go through this and you can do it. But you do your ideal client a disservice when you don't talk about your offer, when you just show up and you talk about the weather and your workout and your hair and your nails and what book you're reading and what your partner did. Because unless you are an influencer, they don't care. They absolutely do not care unless it's relevant to them. Unless your workout relates to mental toughness and how being an entrepreneur has mental toughness or going and getting your hair and nails done is important because you believe that first looks and personal appearance really takes on and embodies a CEO. And maybe your partner happens to be your business partner and you were talking about a new venture. Those are things that are relevant to them and the things that they want to grow. You have to talk about your offer. Now, I know we talked about planning and we got a little tangent, but planning comes from knowing your ideal client, talking about what your ideal client needs to hear and understanding that between what they need to hear and what they actually need to take action on is belief and belief is standing in their way and belief is where most people get stuck because nobody comes out and says, Hi, my name's Megan, and I believe that all coffee should be free from coffee shops, and that coffee shops should be government-subsided industries. Don't think I said that word right, but I think everybody should have access to coffee the same way we do water. I'm not going to get all my stories and talk about that, but you bet your butt there's probably going to be coffee on my stories. I'm probably going to be at Loyal. These things are important to talk to that belief because how our brains work is a feeling comes from a belief. And our subconscious is fueled by beliefs, by past experiences, by beliefs we have, by frames we've created, and that triggers our limbic system. And our limbic system will create a good feeling or a bad feeling based on that belief. And that feeling triggers a logical, rational decision in our prefrontal cortex. Talking to beliefs is creating feelings. And when you can have somebody who just feels it, it's kind of like if you... We used to go to vacation Bible school and going to vacation Bible school, you were pumped to learn 
about the Lord, your savior and how you could be a better Christian. Not that saying that's like the affiliation of this podcast. What I'm saying is that that feeling created new beliefs, which creates new actions. Talking to their beliefs creates new actions. And so when you're planning, a lot of times people plan, well, I'm going to show up. I'm going to do all these things. I'm going to be there five days a week and all these things. But like what you're not planning is what am I going to say? How does this relate back to my offer? And how can I gauge the interest on it? That's your retrospective is how to gauge interest. Now, the last piece is retrospective is being able to look back and look at those things. Here's the thing. In the first year of my business, I did not track metrics in the way that I should have. And why I didn't is because I didn't want an opportunity for my metrics to tell me, no, that piece of content wasn't good, even though I felt that it was good. Or no, that piece of content wasn't actually bad and it was really good. Now, when we're talking about metrics and showing up on Instagram, I'm not talking about likes. I'm not talking about likes and I'm not talking about views because an algorithm, you put things in and you get things out. And depending on what day we fall on the algorithm is what it is. What I'm talking about is engagement and what type of engagement you want to track. Instead of tracking views, track reply rates. Instead of tracking how many people are watching, track how many people are voting in your polls, how many people are replying. If you're looking at posts, how many people are saving it, how many people are sharing it. Look at these things because when somebody finds value in what you do and have to offer, they're going to share it because somebody else can find value in that. Now, the thing is, though, is when you take an honest retrospect, what you do is you lay out the numbers and the numbers tell you what worked and what didn't work. Our brains are liars. Our brains are fueled by feelings. And if our brain thinks that that story set was terrible and you got more engagement on it, it's going to tell you never to do story sets like that. It's like when people do webinars and they're like, that webinar did not work out for me. And because it didn't work out for me, I'm never going to do it again. Showing up on stories didn't work out for me. I'm going to go to TikTok. It is all fueled by belief. And so instead, what you need to do is look at your numbers and say, what went well? What didn't go well? What do you want to do more of? What do you want to stop? Because that helps you understand that, yeah, I showed up Monday through Friday, but Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I talked about the gym and Friday, I finally talked about my offer and got an application. Or on Wednesday, when I showed my partner, fun fact, I got more views and engagement because anytime you need a boost, show your partner. These things are important and it stops the hamster wheel of I'm showing up, I'm showing up and I'm not getting progress. And it starts pointing to, well, I don't show up and I talk about the right things or I don't talk on stories, period. I just show pictures. That type of information is what gets you off the hamster wheel. So your actionable step is to go back through your metrics. What is performing? What is not performing? Are you frequently showing up or have you created a plan? I'll talk to y'all soon. Bye. If you have loved today's podcast episode, go ahead and take a moment to rate and review on whatever you choose as your platform to listen. Rating and reviews help us not only be able to serve you deeper, but to bring more people in to learn more about sales. If you ever want to check out the behind the scenes, go down to the show notes. My Instagram is always linked and I will see you next Wednesday for another episode of Salesy.